When it comes to getting your site ranked on Google searches, the trendy advice you hear a lot is always just to create great content. Which is good, and you should be creating excellent content. But just having great content in and of itself is only going to get you so far. So how do you know what the number one factor after creating excellent relevant content for your target audience when it comes to search engine ranking is? It's links. Rand from SparkToro recently did a study. He interviewed more than 1500 SEO professionals. And they all agreed on this as it was the number two answer they gave. But links are really hard to build. So how are you going to build them? Hey everyone, I'm Hans Verhend of UserGrowth and welcome to the Growing Your Business for Digital Marketing podcast. If you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, it's the way we can hang out on a regular basis and how we can teach you everything we know to make your online marketing as performant as possible. So go ahead, click that subscribe button so you never miss another lesson you need to succeed online with your business. And now let's move on to today's lesson. The reason why having people linking to your content is such a huge ranking factor for Google and all the other search engines out there is basically that it shows your website, your content is good enough to warrant sharing. When you start to look at the history of backlinking, there were a lot of really spammy things that people used to do. With things like private blog networks and all of this other shady stuff, Google just started really devaluating all those kind of backlinks. And over time, they've gotten better and better at this, to a place where now everything is much more earned. Google is looking at all these different signals that go with backlinks. So you really want to focus on white hat techniques or techniques that are done by the book. No shady stuff and the way Google wants you to do it so that you never end up getting penalized by Google, which of course can really suck and it can take you a long time to recover from. So all the tips that we'll be giving today are fully legit and it will keep you rising through the ranks. One final remark before we dive into the different tips. In the beginning of this episode, I was talking about good quality content and that is really a prerequisite because a lot of times it's much harder to get people to link to your content if your content is of terrible quality. People are a lot more likely to link to a great article, allow you to write a guest post, etc. if they see that you can produce good quality content. So today I'm going to give you five of our favorite ways to get these backlinks and tell Google and other search engines that your business is the one they should be pushing to the top of your customer searches. I will be saving my favorite for last, so be sure to stick around for that. My first tip might not be that surprising, and I already dropped a little hint about it. The first tip is about guest posting. If you never heard of guest posting before, it is basically you producing content for other people's blogs, and then they are linking back to your site in the author bio. The way this usually works is that you find relevant blogs that are in your niche, and then you reach out to the blog owners and you pitch them your ID. So how can you identify existing websites that are open to guest postings? Well, you can either use social media, for example, searching for guest posts, guest article or guest author on Twitter search will show you publications that accept guest posts. A better way though is to use special terms on Google combined with the keywords that you want to rank for. Things like your keyword plus in URL colon write for us, your keywords plus become an contributor, or 
your keywords plus guest post by, for example, are all great ways to find sites in your niche accepting guest posts. One final tip on doing outreach to these publications. It always works better when you warm up your audience a bit before just reaching out. Start commenting on articles on the website, start sharing their content on Twitter, including their Twitter handle, etc. This way, when you do send an outreach email, they recognize your name and it makes it easier to get accepted. On to tip number two. Tip number two is about this excellent website called Help a Reporter Out. It's a website that journalists go to when they need help writing an article. Journalists go to Help a Reporter Out to post questions for the articles they are writing. If you can help them answer the questions they have, you can get some free press. There are a lot of big international websites like entrepreneur.com, inc.com, etc. that they are all using Haro. This makes Help a Reporter Out a great place to get some high quality backlinks to your website. It won't result in tons of backlinks to your website, but the links that you do get will help you drive traffic because these are all high profile and authoritative websites. Tip number three. Ali Mies wrote a brilliant piece some time ago on Medium called Site Project Marketing is the New King. He writes about how one small site project, Unsplash, saved the startup crew from going down under. So why, if you're good at building stuff, why not use your HTML or programming skills or that of your founders to create a small tool that can be helpful and can earn you tons of organic backlinks. CoSchedule did this great as well. For example, creating a tool that analyzes headlines called Headline Analyzer. This kind of tools on your website can help to get links back when authors write about a related topic. Tip number four. In another episode of the podcast, I already talked about broken links and how you should fix them for your website. But why stop there? Over the years, websites come and go. As a webmaster, it can become a challenging task to keep on checking on your pages to see if all the links you ever included in your articles are still working and are up to date. This tip involves you contacting the webmaster of a website to report broken links on his or her website. At the same time, you can recommend other websites to replace the broken links. See what I'm doing here? Of course, when you suggest a replacement, this will be a link to your website. Since you're helping out this webmaster, most times they are more than happy to replace the broken link with the one you supplied, because you're doing them a great favor. You can use Google to find broken links. Just find interesting pieces of content in your niche, then use a plugin called Check My Links for Chrome or Link Analyzer for Firefox to find any broken links on the website. Then find the contact details of the website owner using Find That Lead and reach out to the webmaster with a friendly email. On to tip number five, and my personal favorite, 10x content. If you create something epic, something so good that it is at least 10 times better than your competitor that is currently ranking on number one of the search result page, people are inclined to change the links they have in their current articles to update with a better resource for their audience. Brian Dean coined this the skyscraper technique. What you do is you find a piece of content in your industry that is ranking well and you create a better version. And I'm not talking about just any better version. If someone has a piece of content about the 10 best ways to train your dog, you can create a piece of content that talks about the 100 best ways to train your dog. After that, you use BuzzSumo to find anybody that shared the original piece of content and you start reaching out to them telling about your piece of content. A great template to use is telling them how much you love their piece of content that you love the resource they originally shared, and in fact, 
you loved it so much, you wrote in a similar, more in-depth article around it. So that's it. Now I want to hear from you. Which of these tactics are you excited to start using to start building up some really great backlinks to your website? I want to know which one, or if you have any other tips that I've missed, drop us a comment on Twitter to our account, UserGrowth. If you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, you're not going to want to miss out on any future episodes of the Growing Your Business for Digital Marketing Podcast, so just hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues if you think this might be helpful to them as well. That's it. I'm Hans Vergent of UserGrowth, and I will hear you next time.